0: And welcome, everybody, to the Derek Grant episode, episode 38 Very of true. Late Arrivals. Oh, boy. It's uh, just the three of us tonight. Lou is uh, experiencing the, uh, the wonders of Disney World yeah. as we speak. So He's in Florida. Florida Lou. I did like his tweet that uh, he put up this morning saying 11 a.m. is too early to have swamp baths. <laughs> I just read it and lose voice and it makes me yeah. laugh. Oh, that's sad. Poor guy. <laughs> Humidity is no fun. It was funny how he texted us. It was just like, I just got off the plane and Jesus Christ, this weather. What a fucking introduction.
1: <laughs> I didn't Cheers know to he Lou. Cheers yeah. to live forever in our hearts. I didn't know
2: he <laughs> like has never been to Florida. I thought he's been there before.
1: I could have sworn he had been. Like, I know, like I know he's a Disney guy, so I could I could have sworn he's been to he's a, a Disney man before but i guess not lap is uh later i was kind of kind of taking florida the last six months i was in tampa and in, in november and now uh now lose in in orlando so
3: yeah
2: might have to buy Where's a house Jake? You, got, you
1: guys gonna you guys gonna complete the complete the circle i went what two years ago oh, that's right you did
2: yeah <laughs> i'm good i can go to florida once every five years i don't need to <laughs> i don't need to be there too much
1: yeah,
0: I, I I don't know about that. We barely survived Arizona, so you know it's true. That's
1: true. <laughs> I'll go in the winter, yeah. Or I'll go to fish, and that's fine. If I'm fishing, like whatever, like you're out in the sun, you're on the water. Yeah. It's a
2: I've, I've I've been to Orlando once when it was like hurricane season, so that was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I don't.
1: I played a baseball tournament in Orlando when I was like 13. Mm-hmm. and it was for a week and it was in july Oof. and i don't need i don't need to do that again yeah that was that was just nope
2: sounds scrumptious
1: nope that was not that was <laughs> not a good time
3: <laughs> okay the,
2: in, insider jay money in the chat said that jake needs to uh dye his beard jet black and i uh, completely agree i think
0: <laughs> just some just for men yeah, <laughs> get rid of the, the like two red whiskers. And just yeah. go all black. Mine as well, man. <laughs> well, on the top of things, that, a topic of things that aren't so uh, aren't so nice. Have the pleasure of talking about the last couple ducks games.
1: Yep. Are, we sure and, it's uh, not, are we sure it's not so nice? I
0: mean, the long in the long, of- in it's the like long a- run, it's good, but yeah, I but I like know.
2: in the moment, it just makes you feel bad. <laughs>
0: uh yeah well yeah
2: kind of it's it's a weird situation it's it's it's, you don't really know how to feel it's a roller coaster
0: yeah i don't know if it's just i've been checked out because i had a very long weekend but
1: it kind of helps at this time too if you're especially if you're a baseball fan because baseball is just getting underway so if you have a a team with tank aspirations (laughs)
3: like
1: we do Little bit easier to distract yourself this time of year as the yeah. as the regular season winds down. Like I know I've been all in on on fantasy baseball the last week and a half, two weeks. So like my mind's kind of in there, and then you know, what Angels last couple spring training games, opening day coming up on Thursday. So got the first week and a half of of uh, mm-hmm. the MLB season to kind of help uh, get us through this uh, this home stretch of of Ducks hockey year twenty twenty three. yeah
2: yeah um four home games left that's That's crazy
1: crazy. i think think i'm going on i think i'm going on easter
2: are you yeah wait the Ducks have a game on easter
1: yeah Uh, yeah, i would play colorado
0: it's like a one or two o'clock start or some shit it's like a really really early game
1: shout out crash the pond for the raid thank you boys ctp appreciate that I Cheers, called them
0: cuties,
2: so I'll take credit because I called them cuties <laughs> in their chat earlier. Oh, um, lose here. Lou's
1: in the chat. Lucifer,
2: live from Florida. <laughs> he, took a, he took a break from the gator hunting to jump in the chat. Sean's um,
1: here. What's up, Sean?
0: Kyle Connor, know? though. Kyle Connor?
1: Is Kyle Connor the new duck killer? 100%. 100%. I mean, he's, he's been the duck
0: killer for a while, but it's 100%. hard to keep track of who who exactly is the best one because there's a lot of them out there, right? <laughs> there's a lot of them right now. I
1: just say Kyle Connor has definitely been uh, the one I see pop up the most when we play. I don't. Games. I just don't know what was every like, Ducks Jets game. Kyle Connor, boom. Yeah. Kyle Connor, and boom. I don't. I don't know Connor, what boom.
2: was uh, more annoying in that Ducks Jets game, the like Kyle Connor. Killing us like normal, or the ducks being in the game. Like I was kind of more annoyed <laughs> that the Jets didn't just end the game halfway through. Like we actually had to watch the third and pay attention. It's kind of annoying. I thought maybe Winnipeg would step it up, you know. But it is yeah. Winnipeg, so who knows? Sorry, Jets.
0: I mean, we were we were a little uh, overzealous, thinking Nestorenko was gonna do a little more than expected but he looked yeah. good he looked he really looked good, good yeah. in his his short little stint so far and I mean kind of leading into the blues game he gets his first NHL goal and I mean great to see, great that, to see. that pass from Ooh, McTavish just that pass Jesus well and yeah. look what
1: happens you know he's playing he's playing with you know an offensive player like Nestoranko mm-hmm. plays his first what two or was it three games first three games or two Two. before he got two. moved up to the second line.
2: Two, two. two.
1: plays his first two games with <sighs> Lundstrom and Silverberg. Obviously, he still looked okay. Obviously, wasn't doing a whole lot offensively. I know we had talked last week, he had gotten a couple good chances um, in, his, uh, in his debut game. But hey, look what happens. You move him up to the McTavish and Terry line in the game against St. Louis, and he instantly looks way more involved, way more involved offensively, and he's able to pot. His first NHL goal, like on Jake said, just an absolute, absolute ridiculous pass from Mason McTavish. So yeah, it's just pass. it just kind of it just kind of goes to show. And I know I mentioned it last week, like that Lundestrom Silverberg left wing spot on the third line kind of seems to be Dallas Aiken's little safety net. Uh, <laughs> I will say I was fairly surprised, albeit glad, that Nestorenko has moved up into the top six so quickly. Just because you know from the past how we've seen um, Akins treat guys like McTavish, treat guys like you know Terry initially, treat guys like Zgris, Um, You know, I was kind of like, shit, they're probably going to have Nestoranko just playing the bottom sixth for the, you know, for the rest of the season. And mm-hmm. you know, top nine, you know, it, it, you know, top six are playing on the line with more offensive. Are with more offensive line mates would be kind of a dream for next year but you know it was it was really great to see that he was getting bumped up in the game against St. Louis and hey he gets he gets rewarded for it right away and um, you know I know I know we haven't talked about the abs game yet but like I would safely say and I think Patrick um, uh, New Era Ducks on Twitter one of our writers even mentioned it like Nestoranko has probably looked like one of the best forwards on the team in this like last stretch this last stretch of three or four games ever since he got in which is which yeah. is just really promising like you know i mean i mean he's not setting the world on fire but he's just he's looking very composed he what i really appreciate is you know he's he's still got a he's he's tall um mm-hmm. and you know he's got he's got kind of a slim frame but he's still not afraid to get in there and go after the puck and aggressively forecheck that's something that i really noticed and that was a part of his game that i was not aware it was that he was that aggressive of before. Of a check. Yeah. so that's yeah. something probably a guy like Pat Verbeek likes to see. Um, and Sean brings it up in the chat. Thanks, Sean. I I, I had actually forgot to mention this. Um, he says it's probably a, um, or he says his guess is that it's probably a Verbeek a, a thing, meaning um, Nestoranko getting bumped up to the to the top line. And I think I think that's very likely. Um, you know, maybe there was something in the in the agreement to get Nestoranko to sign where you know they would they would kind of bump him up in the lineup a little bit. Or maybe you know it was Rabiq just saying, hey, you know, play the kid, give the kid some more minutes, you know, have him play with our best players, you know, get his confidence up. Um, whichever one that is, I'm not entirely sure, but I think I think that's a very a, a very safe point when it comes to Nestoranko. But you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, really liking what we're seeing out of him so far. You know, hopefully, hopefully he he stays up for the remaining uh, the remaining I think eight uh, eight games left now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he makes a and he makes a lasting impression. So he goes into he goes into camp next year on a on a positive note.
2: Yeah, the uh, like you said, how how nice the pass was, the shot too. Like it was a one timer, and it like went through the defender's legs. It was really cool.
1: Yeah, he was kind of like half tied up, was still able. To yeah, up, was still able yeah. to get it off. It was good. It was, it was really good yeah. goal scoring instincts from him on that.
2: It was kind of awkward, but it was nice. Like I, mm, I liked it. One hundred percent.
0: I mean, it also helps that Tory Krug was the guy trying to box him out and he had at least a good inch or two on him. (laughs) So I mean, true. (laughs) But But it doesn't take away from the goal. But I mean, it it was a nice goal.
1: Going up against Tory Krug, I mean, Tory Krug's no slouch defensively. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But if I feel like if it, you know, for putting him up against a guy like Victor Hedman, that's like his height, if not taller, (laughs) it's maybe getting boxed out a little bit more but it helps that you know it was a smaller guy
1: yes yeah. so a little fella the firebite says in the chat i would think for beak told akins to play him just for the confidence thing at this point akins is just making moves to stay in the good graces of the ducks as a reference <laughs> for future employment um i would uh i would probably have to agree i mean i know yeah. i know kind of akins when he when he gives interviews um and I kind of like half, I kind of like half sarcastically alluded to it um on Twitter yesterday. I quote tweeted the video of Akins talking about Nestoranko's play so far, and
3: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, man, I don't know if you guys had the chance to watch it, or if anybody in the chat, or if I did, had yeah. a chance to watch it. But like, good lord, could he have sounded just any less enthusiastic? <laughs> yeah, like it kind of. It, like, I know he kind of always just, like, he's the deep voice, kind of like, oh, do, 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 do. like he, I know he just kind of always sounds like that. But, like, <laughs> you're talking about a young player who just got his first NHL goal. Really exciting to see. And he could, and he could just have not have sounded less like he wanted to talk about it.
2: Yeah. It was the and same I, kind of monotone, like.
1: And I initially was like, you know, kind of like we touched on last week. And I know Crash the Pond has kind of touched on it um, a little bit. Yeah, Akins was probably forced to put Nestoranko in the lineup. Which, I mean, if Akins is mad about that, again, another story. <laughs> but like, that's what my mind first went to. I was like, is he still just like not happy about having Nestoranko in the lineup? But then it was more like, mm, or is it more like he kind of knows his his days are numbered here? So yeah, yeah, we're in the. And I was listening. I was listening back to the um, uh, to the episode last week. I made a I made a mistake with what I said. I was trying to say. That we are in the single-digit numbers in terms of games left in the Dallas Akins run. I said triple-digit numbers. Oh, did you? I meant single. I Had a little brain fart, so just wanted. he still got me. like a hundred games left, guys. Yeah, good. <laughs> so if I, that's, that was a reverse jinx. It was a reverse jinx.
2: <laughs> He's in baseball mode, Lee Malone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh oh, there's
0: not a whole hell of a lot to say about last night's game outside of notably no Troy Terry for personal matters and then Zegras yeah. leaves the game I the the video looks I, I don't know how to make of it because it clearly is in, incidental but yeah this was kind of a weird little play like and he was something too he bad hurt before that too
1: it almost did look a little bit like a non-contact lower body injury which which can be scary sometimes I'm not I'm not saying that Um, that this is what's going on with Zegers but if you're a baseball fan like me you might have seen um, uh, the last couple days Reese Hoskins the first baseman for the Phillies he was in a spring training game and he was going to field a ground ball and he tore his ACL he just kind of stepped the wrong way um, and it was a it was a non-contact ACL tear which can happen in sports like baseball in sports like football in sports like hockey Um, I now I don't I I would assume that's not what it is with Zegers just because I think he played like 30 seconds of a shift after that before going to the locker room and leaving the game.
2: Yeah. He was on the power play.
1: Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that's a better sign. Um, but at the same time, it was kind of a discourse today on Twitter. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure by the time this episode gets put out tomorrow. And by the time you're listening to this, we'll have more of a, um, we'll have more light shed on what the Zegers injury is. And if he's out for a long time or not, but I mean, at at this point, even if he's like day to day or a couple of days, like there's just no reason to 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 bring him back or to rush him back. The season's yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. Like, at, like, w- at what point does like what else does Trevor Ziegler need to pl- need to prove this season? At this yeah. point, it's... just let your let your star rest. Kind of like we talked about with Jamie Drysdale, just get healthy. He went out, had another killer season. He, you know i don't see why he needs to play another six or seven games if he is hurt and if he is if he is going to miss two or three more games just let him go yeah let him get healthy let him sit out call up your guys in the minors and just kind of just kind of ride out the rest of the season now i know terry and i know terry's matter was personal i think his wife is pregnant so i don't know if this is a his wife was about to have a baby thing i know that has oh maybe I know we haven't really had any light shed on exactly why Terry is out. Not, not saying that we need light shed. It's a personal matter. Mm -hmm. It's obviously private, whatever it is. If he wants that to come out, he will. But um, I think Terry, you can't really decide on that just because we don't really know what's going on, but um, yeah. So that's just kind of what I had to say on the, on the Zegers injury front and it could, it could be nothing. And he's back and it was just kind of a, and then just kind of kept him out for precautionary reasons and he's back, um, and he's back in the lineup next game. And then this could all just be a moot point, but we'll see.
0: And to your point about like, does it really matter if he goes on the road trip? I mean, we're these next three games, I wouldn't say are automatic losses, but you're playing Seattle, Edmonton, and Calgary. And Calgary, yeah. Edmonton and Calgary that are pretty physical oh. heavy teams, like if he's already banged up and a little a little hurt like do you risk having him get even more messed up I mean we've we talked about it a little last week with Terry needing the bubble wrap but we're we're so late in the season that either give some of the kids a fresh chance just to spruce things up and Mm -hmm. kind of show you know if they're ready or not and why risk hurting you know shooting yourself in the foot even more and potentially putting a guy out long term or yeah 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 yeah. leaving him with something
1: yeah and even if it's something like you said where they're just like hey you know he's going to be out day to day we just aren't going to take him on the road trip up to up to uh up to western canada we'll you know we'll have him come back in the lineup for the last you know the last two or three home games and we'll finish it out there fine whatever Mm -hmm. my whole thing is i just i just don't if it is something and he is twinged up and banged up a little bit there's no need to rush him back like you don't need to put him immediately back in the lineup if he you know,
2: yeah, because I I want to find I need the I need to find the video because the video of the Zegers injury. Well, you know, Zegers kind of re-injuring himself. Um, from Hockey Daily, he was injured before that. I want to say it was like not that long before that. He was like in in the crease. Um, with the ABS goalie. I think he's whacking at a rebound or something. And then another abs player came and I want to say Zgris looked like he tweaked his leg there and he kind of fell awkwardly or something. And he was like behind the net. And then that's, that's when I first noticed him limping and he was kind of, you know, shaking off his leg and kind of skating kind of slow, but he was, there was nothing after that he was still in. And then that thing happened again with, with the video that you saw from hockey daily and then, that's when he stayed on still for the power play but then yeah he was he was done for the rest of the game after that so i need to see that that video again i might have to dm hockey daily okay like, hey, can you find this
1: yeah <laughs> like, something which, because yeah which again like leads me to believe like he went out and played a full power play shift like leads me to believe, leads me to believe this probably isn't anything serious he's probably going to finish out the season and play but if it does end up being something i just don't think there's any rush to immediately put it back in the lineup yeah so
0: i mean and- adding him as part, so not... part
1: of me and sorry jake as part of me saying that as a hopeful tanker <laughs> probably but you know of course just want trevor's ears to be healthy
2: new t-shirts pro tank coming
0: your way <laughs>
1: oh we've been pro tank already <laughs> <laughs>
0: all i was gonna say is it's not gonna have having him back in the lineup not gonna magically fix the fact that we're minus 112 on the season after this last stretch of games so. yeah
1: yeah. confidence, hopeful Tucker. What, what does that mean? <laughs> hopeful tanker. tanker,
2: tanker, sir. Tanker. Tanker.
1: Silly goose. Yes, we do speak for Lou. Cause you're not on the pod. Lou wants to tank everybody <laughs> confidence today. Lou is on team tank. He is not here to voice his opinion. You all <laughs> listening to this are not reading the Twitch chat right now. So you can't prove that he's uh, advocating against this. Lou wants to tank. <laughs> Hurry up, Jake. Kick him out of the chat. <laughs> he wants
2: the tank. He loves breakfast burritos. He loves eggs and good. Lou food.
1: wants to lose. <laughs> hey, Lou starts with L for a reason. Loser. Not his ass. Loser. Okay.
0: Um, I don't know about you guys. I I think this is more so coming from a place of just being tired. I really don't have three stars of the week.
3: Um,
0: I've also been very, like I said, I've been very checked out on games recently. Um, I honestly couldn't tell you how good everyone's been looking yeah maybe instead
2: of three stars we can just start doing like if we want to collectively have one star kind of like how we collectively do the the lame duck (laughs)
0: it's not (laughs) a bad
1: idea hey i mean i'll i'll nominate i know i gave him the first star last week just for looking good to mix things up but i mean hey getting your first nhl goal i'll give it to nikita Nestoranko. there you go that was my he's looked great like i said he's looked like one of the best forwards on the team the last handful of games so i'll give it i'll give it to Nestoranko. Nestoranko, easy,
2: nesting, easy. Dude doesn't nesting. slow down. I don't like he's the little lock, end.
1: the lock nest monster. Lock nest <laughs> monster.
0: He's our little energizer bunny. I love it. It's gonna be the title's lock nest
1: monster. Lock nest. First star Nikita Nestoranko. Second star Connor Bernard. Third star Adam Fantilli.
0: <laughs> Honorable mention Leo Carlson. Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, and Matt <laughs>
0: Honorable mentions. Um, I'm cool with just blanket laying lame duck on just maybe the team, the city, the Honda Center. I don't know. Um, How about? Oh, you know what? Actually, b- before we go on, okay. the lame duck of the week will go to Honda Center. And I will okay. explain why in a sec. But go ahead and say what you're going to say, Chris. I was going to say maybe Dallas Akins
2: because of his lack of enthusiasm.
0: But go ahead. <laughs> so the reason i say honda said is not for a hockey reason but the greta van fleet concert we went to on friday okay because (laughs) the i mean we've had some some odd experiences going to concerts and going in lines and waiting for shit like when we went to see ghosts in san diego they had the line split up into four different lines and then they moved it to where it went down a certain way because it's a fire hazard and dealt with that, thought that was the worst, but this, this was something else. Um, So they had us over by the kind of like the, the handicap parking. I don't know what entrance that is. I'm terrible with directions, Uh, but like the preferred and uh, handicap parking, they had us, standing there for ga wait this is
1: at honda center
0: yeah oh what so so they no
1: idea this was at honda center
0: they had they had the line you know going in the the side doors that are closest to catella are not closest to catella but closest to where the puck drop patio is and they had barricades that you weed through like normal but they like were they had a guy that was like wrapping us around certain ways but he was like curling the line inside so like the people in the back were like inside and had to like snake around Mm
3: -hmm.
0: and then the honda center staff opened one of the side doors that was closest to us so everybody that was at the back of the line ran to that line thinking that they were going to get in but you needed club seats to get in that line and then that guy got pissed off he came back and moved a bunch of people and put them back into the weird snake he was doing and it was it was very bizarre um so you know what we'll, we'll give it to honda center for being just fucking off their nut trying to have us stand in like five different lines it was it was an experience yeah. okay
2: so this week <laughs> honda center figure it out just, it's, it's you're the easy. lame duck you're not we're, even we're,
0: a duck we were talking about like we could have just all held hands it's like they did in <laughs> kindergarten where it's just like okay you guys gotta stay in a line that way like there were much easier ways to do it like i i had mentioned to the people behind us that they should just have one usher with uh police tape wrapped around him to yeah. act as like a barrier <laughs> I'd, if i was in that position i'd be like hell yeah i'll be a cone like i'll just go stand there but I don't know. I don't get, I don't get paid for these ideas. So not yet. We're you working know. on it. Working. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that's a good transition into uh you know, baseball season starting and uh, last couple ducks games of the year here. We uh, can get you some deals on some tickets from seven, one, four. Um, if you use code LAP at checkout, you get 10% off your order and 5% towards any future orders with seven, one, four. Um, I know I'm going to go to at least a couple of baseball games to start the year when I still have hope in the angels. And then yeah. maybe at the end of the year, when they're 30 games out of the playoffs and yeah, tickets go. are $5. So, you know, <laughs> take advantage, use code LAP at seven, one, four, they have, yeah. uh, been really great to us so far. And we're happy to see that our, our code is uh, getting a lot of use. Yeah.
2: It's uh they're, they're really cool over there. I love those guys. Um, but yeah, like Jake was saying, angels tickets, go grab them now. Um, ducks have four home games left. So if you want to see this team, you know, (laughs) one, two, three, maybe all four times, uh, before you, uh, are complaining that you miss hockey season, then please go check them out. And who knows Um, maybe
0: we uh we plan like a a group outing get get some of our friends some of our listeners to go hang out at an angel game at an angel game yeah it'd be fun
2: i could try i could try to get out there
0: (laughs) fly chris out this is this is the season that they uh they're starting where they have to play each team at least one series okay so you can
2: always come see your cubs there you go Brand new Cubs fan. I have no idea who, what the Cubs are, what to expect from the Cubs, but
0: it's because it's a bear. We, yeah, we know there's Yeah, you know the
1: reason. Go Cubbies.
0: <laughs> who,
1: um, uh, who do we think Derek Grant Lover is in the chat? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I would say Smoot, but I think Smoot already has an account, and I, know I thought
2: that. he did. He do does. Derek Grant Lover
1: in here? Oh yeah! Look at that. Who could this be? Reveal yourself. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. first star Derek Grant, second star Connor mm-hmm. Bedard, third star Verbeek Tank Masterclass. Let's hope. Let's, Let's hope. hope. But yeah, says baseball bold predictions. Jesus Christ! We'll do
0: that after Chris reads the. Yeah, we, and we the don't ESPN have to, Plus yeah. here. So yeah, seven one
2: four. Um, that's how you can support us using our code LAP at seven one four. If you also, if you would like to support us in a different way and you don't have ESPN plus yet um, our network inside the rink has an affiliate link for you to sign up for ESPN plus visit inside the slash ESPN and sign up today and signing up does not only help us, but the network hosting us that is inside the rink.com slash ESPN. But yeah, with um, you know, hockey coming to a close. I mean, if you want ESPN plus is fairly cheap uh, like by itself and you can get, you know, NHL games, PHF season's over now, but college hockey's still going. That We'll talk about that in a little bit um, with the Frozen Four and all that stuff. And then there's a bunch of other sports. I mean, honestly, if you're bored and you flip ESPN Plus on, sometimes there's like, I don't know, Australian football on. I flipped it on one night, and I'm just like, what the hell's hell? Like, I, I watched it for 10 minutes, had no idea what was going on. It was, it's like this weird yellow ball and they just, they're running around, they're kicking it. And they're it just, it looks like there there's like no structure. And I know I'm way off since I don't know the rules, but there's a lot of different sports that you probably don't know about that are just chilling on that app waiting for you to consume. I mean, you're telling us about cricket the other day, cricket. They have a team in LA now. There's a new cricket league in America. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh,
1: I, uh, I work from home as, as you guys know. And, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of that's you know I have, I have my desk set up but over over to my left is my is my tv in my living room yeah um and you know i mean i typically have it on sports or something just as the day goes on just like so mm. yeah like in the middle of the day especially pacific time there's some weird shit that's on the SP plus. yeah man there's like darts darts there's like professional log rolling like some shit like that <laughs> like it'll just be so like before the main events kick off at like four, like before the East Coast games start at four p.m. That like yeah. eleven to three time is 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 the wild west.
0: Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. Here here is ultimate frisbee. Yeah,
1: it's like ultimate do you want to watch? Yeah, it's like do you want to watch professional sand volleyball? Do you want to watch <laughs> bowling, darts, or do you want to watch Real Vallecano versus Real Sociedad <laughs> in La Liga? That's your choice.
2: There's a bunch of rugby too. I feel like rugby's on like all the time. A lot of, rugby. A lot I get of cricket rugby. too.
1: Yeah, I'll get I'll get cricket every now and then. Like there's Indian, a lot of cricket on. Yeah. There's like a lot the of cricket league. On. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I like have...
0: watching the bowling are my favorite out of like the random broadcasts, just because yeah. it's always it's always like colleges going up against each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like they commentate like golf. And I think part of it's because they do, they're like yeah. so close to the lane. <laughs> but it's just funny because it's like you know they'll miss a sh- they'll miss a strike by like a pin and the guys are sitting there going oh this is this is not very good you know <laughs> she'll want that one back next uh next frame you yeah know, this game could slowly slip away from her if she's not careful and it's just like uh, you could tell there's like people down the lanes having a birthday party like <laughs> 10 lanes over it's just like I you know maybe T- maybe Timmy's birthday party down there's <laughs> causing issues I don't know.
3: Uh,
2: to me celebrating year 10, you got the who do you think you
0: are? I am guy over here. Screaming <laughs> on I think it'd be um, funny to do competitive bowling, like cosmic bowling. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like the, like the XFL version of bowling. Like- I remember they used to have top golf
2: leagues on TV. What happened to that? I'd watch some top golf leagues or how about like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Miniature golf. I'll watch miniature golf. Give <laughs> me some glow golf competition. <laughs>
0: It'd I mean, fun, but T- TBS had the Drone Racing League for a while. That's, that's true. It was drone Racing. Yeah. But yeah. Hey, man. Inside
2: the rink.com slash ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> Just riffing here so, talking about random shit. <laughs> so many so many things. So many different sports uh, that you probably don't know about. And apparently Felix here in the chat is a... Uh, he likes Aussie rules football. He likes the Australian League. Good for you, man. I don't know anything about it. It's very confusing. It's like rugby combined with something else but um yeah sean said that lap is going to be at the mullet one more time this season yeah hopefully
3: what
2: ducks a,
1: coyotes uh bringing it back the mullet bringing it back. Well, it's not it's not there yet But start again. so
0: <laughs> do we want to leave the baseball conversation till the end and kind yeah, of go could, through I the hockey stuff here.
1: yeah that that can be a listener question. Real quick before we transition, okay. uh, Firebite says, when does the Daisy conversation start? Because we did forget about that. The Ducks now have a team dog. Oh, yeah, Daisy. Officially Daisy. A little, is she a lab or a golden retriever? A little
2: golden retriever. A little golden? Yeah. Cute little thing. Shout out Daisy. Yeah, shout out Daisy. I want like to Daisy. Took, like
1: it took forever for the Ducks to hop on the team. Yeah, game. why
2: were they like last on this whole thing? I don't know. That but... surprises you. We're always like the last to do <laughs> it wasn't, something. It wasn't, wasn't in the budget. We're, we're getting our first uh, our first um, team dog
0: while all the other ones have like graduated and they're like yeah. senior dogs now. <laughs> <laughs> it. I feel very dumb. It took me a while to realize why they named her Daisy. Why? Oh, Daisy Daisy Duck.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's kind of random. But
0: that's right. Okay. Heather was Heather was judging me because I was like, why would they name it Daisy? That's just random. I
2: didn't even think of it. Yeah, I was just like, okay, her name's Daisy. It's a cute name. Cute dog. It's a golden retriever.
1: Well, Heather can't talk because she's changed your new cat's name like five times. Yeah, how about that? Figure that out.
0: Hey, we, we we love our little Milo. He meows for wet food at four in the morning, but Yo. sick. He's, he's a scared little guy. Sometimes leave
1: Heather alone. Says Savannah. No, <laughs> no,
2: it's okay. I, I I just found out about the Daisy thing now. So that's cool though. Um, Felix is giving us topics. So <laughs> what else is going <laughs> this is, on? <laughs> this, this is the Sicardian. Yeah. The I mean, he's, Got some good I mean, I don't mind talking about these things, but we have some other things that we need to cover here. I mean I, I don't know Where if we take his
0: suggestions after lap game of the week last week because he he overtook <laughs> our poll, <laughs> yeah, he sure did. He hijacked that pretty well. um well, before we get into that, we'll just we'll blow through what we have um you got to see the Toronto Six win at the mullet Oh that Seems was like cool. that was a fun game
2: that was fun yeah that was that was different. I've never been to uh you know like a professional women's game and for that to be the first one i've gone to like for it to be the championship game that was pretty cool getting to see them like uh hoist the cup and the Isabel cup the izzy they call it um i became a toronto six fan probably 10 minutes into the game when i found out that their mascot is a polar bear um so that was a big thing for me if you follow me on twitter you probably noticed that i was having a ball with the polar bear and i tweeted out the uh, I zoomed in on the on the polar bear's face and like because it has like these long eyelashes <laughs> and the 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 one set of like lashes were just all messed up, so it looked it looked kind of feral. But um, it was fun. Toronto six PHF champs. Uh, their first one, and they, they beat the more team relevant.
0: that beat that beat them. Yes,
2: a and they're years more ago. they're more relevant than the uh, Maple Leafs all of a sudden. Just like that, just one game. But yeah, I, I was getting kind of upset because all the goals were being scored at the other end of the ice. Because <laughs> I changed my seat like three times, but I but we stayed on the same side. But uh, all the goals were happening. I felt like on the other side. And then when I got up to get coffee, because I was dying, I needed I needed some coffee. Um, I was in line, and that's when they scored by us. So I missed that one too. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then um, thankfully, the game winner. It went to overtime. And the game winner from the Toronto six was on our side of the ice. So I got to see that the crazy celebration and yeah, it was a lot of fun. I would definitely, I, I made sure I, you know, attended this because there's no PHF teams anywhere near us <laughs> out West here. It's all, it's all in the East and who knows if it'll ever, you know, if a game like that will ever come back out here and.
1: It'll ever come our way.
2: Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, um, it was a lot of fun. It was uh it was pretty well attended for something that kind of was sprouted on everybody pretty quickly because like when the game and like with the semifinals finished, um I want to say they announced the game was going to be in Arizona like two weeks before the game. Like there wasn't a lot of time for people to to plan, like if you were going to travel here to come see the game. So with the little advertising it got and how quickly it was put together, I thought it was it was pretty good for what it was, you know. Yeah, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. the The trophy's cool. Teams were cool. It was. I uh, saw a couple Ducks fans there. This one girl had a really nice Trevor Zebras hoodie. Um, saw Jeff Skinner Sabers uh, goat head jersey, which was beautiful to look at. I was staring at him for a while. I probably thought it was <laughs> I was weird. All good. It was like, why? Why is that guy staring at me? He's been staring at me. He's been staring at me for five minutes now.
0: Oh well, the NCAA men's tournaments in the final 4 now. Um Lacombe's team moved on, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, Minnesota they they're... they beat the shit out of whoever they played. That's like the one highlight I saw. Dude, they were
2: yeah, they were like all blowouts. Um But yeah, Quinnipiac, Michigan, Boston University and uh Minnesota are the frozen 4. Um I think I'm going for Minnesota. That is Lacombe's team. I think I'm going to roll with Minnesota. I was having a battle between them or Boston. Um, For some reason, a lot of people that I, that I see on Twitter, or at least I don't know if like ones I follow or what, but they're all like Michigan fans. There's a lot. I know a lot of Michigan fans for some reason, but I don't know. I it's, just, uh, I, can't, I can't go for Michigan. I'm sorry.
1: I'll go for uh well, you know, since my, since my Minnesota state networks are out, uh, I'll stick with it. I'll stick with uh. Future Duck Adam Fantilli, with the Wolverines. Shout oh, out! So you're Scott.
2: going. You're going Michigan. Okay. Well, and <laughs> shout
1: out! Shout out to to our good friend of the show, former former guest uh, Scott Bentley. He's a he's a big Michigan fan. That's so true. That's true. I should. I'll, uh, I'll pull for my boy. I'll pull for Michigan. Okay. For my boy Scott. So.
2: Okay. Well, the 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 Minnesota Boston game should be awesome. I'm hoping we get like double overtime of that game. That should be so much fun. Um. But yeah, they were all blowouts last weekend. Um. You know the college from Buffalo that I was going for, Canisius. <laughs> they played uh, Minnesota in the first round, so I kind of figured they were out anyway. But they were winning one nothing. I'm like, cool. And then they were winning two one. I'm like, wow, upset time. You know, like we're gonna see an upset. And then they got beat nine two. I don't know what happened. I, I blinked and it was nine two. So, but yeah, um, I'm hoping we get Minnesota Michigan then. So then me and Connor can go head to head and with our picks somehow here. <laughs>
0: I still really don't have a dog in the fight, but go Jackson Lacome. Okay, so yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. I was gonna say you could pick like a team based on colors if you want <laughs> go mascot. Jackson-Lacombe.
1: Go Jackson Lacome.
2: Say,
0: uh, Jackson Lacome does uh on the topic of him it does bring up something we forgot to talk about in the Ducks section. Uh, Cali Klang's season's done in Sweden, so he's coming over. Uh, coming overseas.
1: Sick. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh that San Diego net battle next year, but it is gonna most likely it'd be between clang and and uh gage alexander huh yeah hopefully i mean <laughs> yeah, i would yeah. be i would be floored if lucas dostal is starting <clears throat> next year in san diego so i would i would assume the san diego net job is going to be between um alexander and Clang. so i mean hey never never a bad thing to have your uh to have your goaltending pipeline stocked up that'll uh, that'll be really good uh uh a really good battle to watch the clang gang is coming to North America. <laughs> Ooh, you ain't ready.
0: Well, some NHL stuff that we wanted to cover briefly. Uh, the Bruins clinched the top spot in the Atlantic, um, and they are currently leading the race for the president's trophy because it's just they're, they're on one this year. It, yeah. it sucks that it has to be the Bruins that are doing so hot. But
2: Really quick, know, can I just say how awesome it is for the Bruins to be doing this the same year that Cocaine Bear comes out? <laughs> just perfect it's just, okay. it just if fits. it, it they, just fits it's they bring back
0: league. they bring back the jerseys the Pooh bear and yeah and then the movie cocaine bear it's beautiful it's just so beautiful <laughs> good year for bears that aren't the chicago bears oh, okay <laughs> even though they they've had a good off season from what i could decipher yeah. from fo- the football fans that i yeah. follow so yeah <laughs> bear stonks are up yeah but uh, looking at the standings, um, really, the I wouldn't say the East is decided because the Islanders have kind of climbed back into things. Uh, they're currently sitting in the first wild card spot. I mean, they are definitely a ways away from the Rangers in the Metro. They are sitting yeah. at 85 points, where the Rangers are a win away from 100. So <laughs> not really going to catch the ground there. Um, the Penguins are three points behind the islanders in that second wild card spot yeah and i mean it's it's a bit of a tighter race uh florida's behind pittsburgh at 79 uh buffalo and ottawa both are sitting at 77 uh washington 76 and then it kind of drops with detroit 73 philly at 70 and the habs at 66 and then columbus all the way at the bottom with 53 and
2: then columbus yeah um yeah, it's 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 a fun race in the east for sure. um Sabres, man. it's getting it's getting crazy. They apparently uh, obviously, you know, they have to win most of their games for the remainder of the year. and of course they they lose to the Canadians yesterday in a shootout, which was just stupid. but yeah, Bruins, uh, let's see who clinched yesterday, Who clinched a spot? Um, Rangers uh, and
0: Leafs, right? Yeah, they were the same day, and then yeah. the Devils were Saturday, I believe. So, yeah, Hurricanes have clinched. So,
2: and only no three one... spots left in the in the East. Where in the West, no one has clinched. Uh,
0: <laughs> I think Vegas.
1: No one has clinched in the West yet. Nah. Vegas is what? the
0: first. Vegas is like the first one that can clinch. But I think there's either smoked. like a couple things have to happen, and they have to win. Like... Yeah, they're
2: they're, they're, well, they're down six three like... to the Oilers right now.
1: I mean, we're getting so, the we're getting the crunch time. I feel like right. We're under ten games. I feel, like the, West, games well, I and feel now, like the West clinches are going to start flooding in. Like it's going to be happening. Like they're just
0: all going to happen on the same night. Yeah, and yeah. um, the Central Minnesota is just a point up on Colorado, and Dallas is kind of slipping a bit. Um, I don't feel like Winnipeg's going to catch them anytime soon, barring any. Dallas losing streak and Winnipeg win streak. Um, But you're looking at 95 for the Wild, 94 for the Abs, 92 for the Stars, and then 98 for Vegas, 96 for LA, and Edmonton right behind them with 93. And then the Wild Cards, Seattle and Winnipeg at the moment at 88 and
1: 85. I hope, I, I hope Seattle locks it in. Yeah. I really hope Seattle locks it in. They
2: were in the the top three there in the Pacific for –
1: yeah, out of the you know, out of the out of the wild card teams that are currently you know i'm i mean i'm just gonna assume that the top three in both the pacific and the central are all gonna i'm i'm just assume they're all gonna make it when i'm making this comment i mean out of the wild card teams in play i mean i hope i hope it's seattle and winnipeg
0: i mean nashville can catch winnipeg if things kind of sour in winnipeg and they stay on the the up and up but i kind of feel like if Nashville does make the wild card uh, over Winnipeg, if that is the case, um, I feel like we're going to see a very 2018 Ducks-like series where they <laughs> clawed their way in, and yeah, all right, they're just going to get pummeled, or you now they're going to barely miss. Yeah, because if they do take the Jet spot in that second wild
2: wild card spot, they're most at the moment they'd be playing the Knights in the first round. So and. Looking that, at the
1: standings, those
0: those odds aren't
1: great for them. <laughs> so, looking at the standings, I scrolled all the way to the bottom just to just to do a quick check. Okay, it inspired me. Should I do a live tankathon hit?
2: Mm, yeah, go for it. Right, let's go. Okay, go so, go so, so, it. so it. we'll do got a live tankathon hit.
1: <laughs> do a live tankathon hit. Currently, the top well, or bottom five, San Jose best odds, Columbus second <laughs> best odds. Mm-hmm. Chicago third best odds anaheim fourth best odds and montreal at fifth best odds i should note the gap between anaheim and montreal at four and five is pretty significant yeah anaheim at four is currently sitting at 56 points montreal at five is a whole 10 points more at 66 so (laughs) barring the ducks go on any year Barring the, the ducks go on some random heater to end the season, we are pretty much locked into a top two. We are pretty much locked into top four odds, which means we are pretty much locked in to a top six pick. That's the farthest we can fall in a draft. Is the yeah. sixth pick. So, without further ado, and I know you guys can't. I would I would share my screen to the chat and see it, but Jake's got to make me host, and that's whatever.
0: I mean, I can do it real fast. That's fine.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Live we got we
0: we got the means to let's
1: do it. Let's hit it. Make me host. Are we good? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Chat. (laughs) It's live. If
2: you're listening, you can't see this, but.
1: You guys see it or no? Yeah. Cool. All right. Push that
2: button. Push that button. Here
1: we go. We're sitting on. Chris, give me a countdown.
2: Three, (laughs) two, (laughs) bedard. Ah.
1: Ooh. So we dropped down to five. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah. Well, Mac Benson, you are an Anaheim duck.
3: And
0: <sighs> and somehow Detroit went up seven spots. Did you see that? Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Detroit was that, that too. That oh yeah. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> well, that backfired a little bit. Yeah, that kind of hurt me. But anyway. <laughs> um oh, well. that was fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: what a rush. little exercise, but didn't didn't Get work them. out favorably
1: get the, <laughs> the dogs the dog days of the regular season so yeah get
0: the get up. the blood flowing a little bit more um yeah, get,
1: the, get the boys fired up
2: <laughs> i was gonna say um okay like the okay we know the ducks like the, the ducks remaining schedule so i was gonna go through the last the other three that we're kind of battling with for bedard um they're the remaining schedule. I want to see what you guys think. Like I'll, I'll name the teams. You tell me how many points you think that team will get in the remainder of their schedule. So the Blackhawks um, have the blues, the devils, then they're in Calgary. They're in Vancouver. They're in Seattle. Then they're home against the wild in Pittsburgh. And they finish the season in Philly. So two, four, six, that's eight games. How many points do you see the Blackhawks getting in those final eight?
1: Man, I feel like this is just so hard to predict. Yeah, just because these bottom four spots are all are all so close. Like we're at fifty six <laughs> points. Last mm-hmm. place Columbus is at fifty, or and I'm sorry, last place San Jose is at fifty three. Right? Yeah. So the three point difference. So this is, yeah. I mean, I mean, folks, this is this is a dogfight for these for the placement of these bottom four picks right now. So. I mean, let's hope the Ducks keep up their current Do you think
2: the Hawks get any uh, – I don't mm-hmm. know. The, the Blues could be interesting. Um, Flames, you never know with them. The Canucks could be a win. Philly, you you would hope that they could beat Philly the final game of the season. Jesus, they might get four more points.
0: I say at most four. Four? But if we're being generous, I could see one of those games being a toss-up, like the Calgary or Vancouver game. Yeah. And I then- just – finish with like I, I say between
1: four or six i just i just don't know just because the just because the blue jackets and sharks are just so bad yeah um, okay
2: so here yeah here's the final games for the blue jackets yeah. <laughs> They just, just starting uh they lost tonight to the rangers 6-2 um thursday they're in boston <laughs> uh they have back to back this weekend, and uh, they're home against the Panthers and Senators. Then they got the Leafs, then the Devils, Rangers, Flyers, and they finish the season on back to backs against the Penguins and Sabers. They could easily not win a game at all there. Like that's just stupid. They. Mu- I'm gonna leave. say
1: I'm gonna say the bottom two is still gonna be some combination of, of San Jose and Columbus.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I I agree. I, I predict. I predict. The Ducks and the Blackhawks will finish with the same amount of points, and the Ducks will be third because it'll come down to goal differential.
0: Yeah, and by then we easily and can be think, negative one thirty. And
1: I don't think there's <laughs> any coming back from our goal differential, so we should have that top three spot locked up. Yeah, I just, I just, I just don't see us getting into the top or us getting into thirty-first and even thirty-second place. I mean, I mean, yeah. that would be great to guarantee our so, To get in the 32nd and guarantee ourselves a top three pick would be fantastic. To get into 31st and guarantee ourselves a top four pick would be fantastic. I just personally feel like it's going to be either, we're either going to be fourth, fifth, or third.
2: Yeah. In terms of odds. So I'm hoping the, if anything, I was hoping the Sharks can go on a little, a little bit of a heater. It would be nice. It would be nice. Because yeah. they're they're, I'll say their final games is because I said the other two that they're playing the Jets right now. Last I checked, they're beating the Jets one nothing. Thursday, oh, playing right
3: now, yeah. Okay. Thursday
2: they have the Knights, um, so they'll probably get smacked around. Saturday they have the Coyotes. That's a toss up. And then they have a game next Tuesday and Thursday both at home against the Avalanche. Um, then they have the Oilers at home, and then they finish on the road against the Jets flames and oilers so the sharks uh, they're kind of in the same spot where they just they might not win
0: i can see them maybe getting like three points yeah like one of those games because ot just because one team fucked the other team they're playing (laughs) fucked up and yeah let them call back so if say the
2: hawks say the hawks get four more points you said what four to six
0: so, at most six, are yeah, so being safe.
2: Yeah, so you're looking at the Hawks finishing at 58 to 60 points. The Blue Jackets, we kind of said maybe they get two more points. That gives them 55. And then the Sharks, maybe three. Gives them 56. I say,
1: finish, I say we finish with either 60 or 61 points.
2: That's what I'm thinking, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think we get, like, I think we get four more points in these next uh, – in these last eight games
2: yeah, as long as you know montreal arizona
1: philly they stay where they are Oh, there's no we would i mean we would literally have to win like all of these games we're montreal, and, Air, montreal yeah. and arizona would have to lose out and we would have to like win six games yeah I, I just i just don't think that's happening. that's just not happening
2: yeah so we'll see hopefully the sharks um I'm just hoping the Sharks can do some stuff. Yeah. Uh, So they're still winning one, nothing. There's two minutes left in the second period.
1: One of my grand lovers says Zegras and Terry, uh, or Zegras and Terry going to be out uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, We don't know. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. Why am I blurry? Uh,
0: (laughs) Blurry, man. You gotta give me host back to fellow.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. We don't, uh, we do not know. There's been no announcement on Trevor's injury. And all we know about Terry is that he's been out for personal reasons.
2: And, uh, yeah, Terry will be back, I'm sure. Zegras might be done though.
1: I mean, but, you would hope Terry's back, but I mean, if it's, if it's a personal yeah. issue, we'll
2: I'm see. not trying to make it on Puck Empire though. I'm not saying that he's <laughs> he's out. You know, All right, Jake, you're back at us. Yeah, we have no clue. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll we'll probably hear something tomorrow or next game day, which is Thursday.
0: Yeah, but I was starting to say it is funny. I have a coworker that's a Sharks fan, and <laughs> we uh been walking around saying connor Baduck all the time oh yeah and so he <laughs> he'll say connor Bushark. shark <laughs> uh,
1: no it doesn't it doesn't flow because there's no d but they yeah, uh,
2: there's no d either it doesn't flow so that means it's not going to happen
0: they lost on uh when they lost on saturday he's, he's like sitting there and he was watching it on his lunch and he takes his earbuds out and he puts them back in the case and gets up and like they win and he's like he just kind of like clapped he's like nope they lost he's like fuck (laughs) it's like tell them to stop tell them to stop being assholes this has been our bit all year i know man sharks were like
2: fifth worst sixth worst like for the longest time and now they're just like you know what
0: and they lost tim o'meier and everyone's like oh they're bad but they're not that bad and then just everyone's like eh nah we're we're gonna stop caring yeah
2: yeah, Connor Bashark just doesn't roll off the tongue like Connor Baduck. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> anyway. Well, uh, speaking of just absolutely shitty, terrible hockey, um, the lap game of the week last <laughs> week got hijacked yeah. by one Felix. By, yeah, by the Habs fan himself. But uh, the Habs defeat the Blue Jackets in a wild game that wound up being eight to two. <laughs> it was actually fun. Like I, I mean, I wouldn't watch
2: it again. Like if I had, if I went back and it was on TV, and I'm just like, uh, I'm not gonna turn it on. You're not watching the replay? No. I mean, it was, it was, it was a fun game. I guess it was, it was fine. But yeah, they the Canadians won eight two. I thought maybe the, I was hoping it'd go to overtime. But I, you know, we don't, we don't have nice things. <laughs> uh shots on goal were uh 32 23 habs i've never heard of this guy before um but he got a hat trick in this game let me see his first name because i got his last name because it's two names
0: Hold oh harvey name. pinard
2: harvey pinard yeah what's his first name sorry that, i don't pinard.
0: know i just love that his, he has harvey. a raffinated last name and it's fun to say Raphael. Raphael. harvey pinard got a hat trick
2: Congrats to him. That's huge. That was fun to watch. Um, he was the first star of the game, obviously. Uh, second star was Nick Suzuki. He had a goal and three assists. Nick Suzuki's awesome. I really like him. I I, um, I liked when he was on the Knights. I was kind of hoping that maybe um, he'd go to the Ducks at some point. But anyway, he's in Montreal and he's having a blast. One goal, three assists. And then Mike Hoffman was the third star. He had a goal and two assists. So,
0: Shout out Mike Hoffman for calling out the league for just their their typical throw a dart at the board kind of <laughs> suspension. Yeah, granted, we haven't had any. His, we haven't had any mess? like really bad suspension worthy plays this year. Like in years past, like yeah, yeah. You, you see not, the cross knock, knock on wood, but I mean, it fits the bill of like what we've seen the last couple weeks of like similar plays. Mm. But yeah. but good on him for uh, you know having the balls to be like you know I got suspended a, an extra game for a cross check to the back of the head but this happens to me and <laughs> he only gets one yeah I'm all for players being petty like that because yeah why not yeah did let's you get, see the mess let's get spicy had, with it it was His pretty chin- gnarly Ooh. yeah it was it was something else let me tell you. So that does bring us to our picks for this week's lap game of the week. Is that um, Lou put a hit Lou put his in the chat. Sharks Coyotes. Is
2: that real? Are you real? Uh, yeah. It's I uh
0: see. He's doing that. Saturday night 7 p.m. All right. Yeah, the oh, Sharks I was going cur-
2: to say Rangers Sabers on Friday, but goddamn it's on
0: NHL network. The Sharks currently are the only team in the league with Out 20 wins they are still sitting at 19 oh damn oh yeah ducks have
2: 23 look at that moving on up that's cute i remember when we
0: only had like nine (laughs) (laughs) so lou said shark coyotes um i'm gonna say Hmm. devils blackhawks
2: are on espn2 on saturday Bruins, Penguins, are the ABC
0: game—that could be a good one. I'm gonna say Stars, Stars, Avalanche on Saturday. Okay. Stars, I feel like Avalanche. I feel like the last time I chose Kings, Kraken, that game just was not any fun. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that game's gonna be really hype and really good," and it was like a two-one final. Yeah. So, I'm going to say
1: Stars, Stars, Avalanche. Okay. I will go, go Bruins, Penguins. Bruins, Penguins? At noon Pacific.
3: Bruins and Penguins. The Pengus.
2: All right, I'm going to go. I'll do a TNT game on Sunday. Why not? Let's do New Rangers Capitals. Nice 10 a.m. start. I can have a nice cup
0: of coffee with it. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna change mine. Oh, okay. I'm gonna change mine to uh, Golden Knights Wild on Saturday, It's because Matt Boldy's on a bit of a roll right now. Okay. And I feel like that might be a that might be a high scoring game, like the uh. Would you Knights say that Oilers?
2: Would you say that a Knights Wild game could possibly be wild?
3: Uh,
2: oh man! He said, "Jesus, look what he's done."
0: Felix says shout out to Chris for sitting through a game that I didn't even watch, Hero. (laughs) I mean, hey, nobody watches it but me, so
2: whatever. I'm the one that came up with it, so I'm fine with dealing with whatever comes my way with these damn votes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we... uh we cap off the rest of the episode here with some questions in our hockey three, six, five topic. Uh, like we've been doing recently, we want to shout out you know, everyone who's been sub to us, been following us on Twitch or, uh, you know, for a time there, this was a little sketch. We didn't know how Twitch was going to, going to be. And we knew, and recording at eight 30 certainly didn't help, you know, when I was still, uh, living in the Inland Empire and, had an hour drive home every every week um Mm -hmm. but you know the the support on twitch has definitely made this i wouldn't say more accessible but you know not everybody are big podcast listeners on uh on on like spotify and apple and stuff so i know sometimes being able to just catch it when it comes out you know fresh and new definitely helps but you know yeah Thank you guys for always uh coming on and spending your Tuesday and or Wednesday and occasional Thursdays with us (laughs) on here. We we have fun with this. And I don't know, it adds a a cool little element to the episodes of uh you know, we get to interact and answer stuff live. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. We had the chaos of the Jonathan Quick thing happen while we were live on Twitch. That was fun.
2: Like I feel like there was a lot of dead silence like dead silence but just because it happened
0: so fast and no one was ready but we were all just scrolling and refreshing twitter but you know but yeah we can say that a trade broke
2: yeah but yeah as always you know thanks to everybody in the in the twitch if if you don't follow us on twitch yet, go ahead and give us a follow as we're inching closer to 100 followers over there and yeah like jake was saying and you know it just makes it little more interesting to have you know to to live react to people like listening to us and it's not just us putting this out there and then you listening to it the next day and you can't really interact with us so it's always fun interacting with everybody and uh yeah we appreciate all the support
0: eric grant lover said good night go sharks yes yeah, so hey, so. <laughs> amen so our hockey 365 topic this week um I'll pull up the picture to the tweet he was linking when he sent this to us, but he, uh, he asks us a very simple question. Are the flames cursed <laughs> because, uh, the link he sent us was from a tweet on March 20th, uh, from at ring of fire, CGY. And it says, I'm not sure we'll ever see another season like this again. Oh, this man. was a graphic from Sportsnet that, um, was their season ever in review, uh, up to that point, And, they had the most games decided by one goal. Um, so up until that point with 41, mm-hmm. 26 uh, losses in one goal games, which is also was also <laughs> the most in N- the NHL at that point, point. 15 overtime or shootout losses, most in the NHL, 77 posts hit, most in the NHL, Zero third-period comeback wins, fewest in the NHL, and 21 losses when they outshoot opponents by 10-plus shots, which is most in NHL history, not just on the season. That, like, zero third-period comeback thing, that, that shocked me. It feels, it feels like a, a tanking team stat it, it felt it yeah. felt like the ducks not having 10 wins kind of stat where it's yeah. just like yeah. it makes sense cuz we're bad but at the same time like <laughs> okay shit we're losing games oh no we don't want that to happen yeah but it's yeah. funny in hindsight because as of half an hour ago they beat the kings 2 to 1 <laughs>
2: <laughs> i mean yeah i'll say i'll say they might be a little a little cursed and it might be bigger than what we think just because of the whole Honda center thing. Maybe they finally got rid of the Honda center thing. Cause now they've won six straight at Honda center. So maybe that's a new thing that, that, you know, they turned over that leaf, but there's something else. There was also some other darkness going on in that, that organization where they're still kind of cursed. It's just something else now. Now it's like, I don't know. I think it's fun to watch I as an outsider. You know, I
0: feel part of it's Daryl Sutter. And I mean, there's, It's not really much to say about his coaching. I mean, he's not, I mean, it doesn't sound like he's, no, certainly not. We're not looking at this from a Mike Babcock or John Tortorell perspective where it's just like, yeah, your style is clearly outdated, but you're more polarizing for things other than your coaching. Yeah. It's just, I kind of feel, he's always had the reputation of just being, his teams are boring and just do one thing very good. Mm-hmm. Um I mean it's nice to see. I mean when it's not your team for sure. Yeah. Um I wouldn't go as far in saying they're cursed. I just kind of feel like this is just one of those years where maybe things are catching up with them a little bit. You know, they lose Johnny Gaudreau. they use they have the big trade for Huberdo, lose Kachuk. Um they had some injuries early in the year. I mean, nothing too major, but I know they were banged up for a little bit. Um, I mean, you look at—I kind of se- kind of know this stuff secondhand because Nate, also Nate from Quack Report, is a Flames fan, so like, I see his re- yeah. his retweets sometimes. But like, <laughs> you Poor know, it just—it it. It just seems like they're kind of a team. Just having a bad year. I don't think they're going to be bad forever because they have a good team. It's just, I think, just some circumstances this year have kind of held them back a little bit. I yeah. mean, doesn't help that Jacob Markstrom goes from having a couple incredible seasons when he first came over to now just can't stop anything. Yeah. And when you're kind of relying on an unknown quantity and Dan Vladar, like... <laughs> You kind of know you have some some issues there, but... Just a little, yeah. I don't know. Looking at it from the perspective of an old division rival, like, yeah, we can root on the downfall of them, but I wouldn't go as far as saying they're cursed. I just think when the luck's bad, it just stays bad. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny, though. I take
2: solace in it. Yeah. (laughs) I looked at that graphic, and I'm like, wow. And then I lived my life because it's not the ducks and I was fine. Oh <laughs> I was no. not in any pain. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Oh no. Anyway.
0: <laughs> what do you think, Connor? Do you say they're cursed?
1: Mm. Yes and
0: no. <laughs> yes
1: and no. <laughs> a little bit of curse, a little bit of mismanaged. Yeah. I would say. I don't think just because you're mismanaged, you're automatically cursed.
0: Yeah. Now the leaves. That's a, a
1: combination. The
0: leafs I feel are cursed just because they uh they just seem a team destined to lose all the time. Chris is frozen.
3: Nope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now oh, we played on that's oh, oh, there, there we go. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, you're good. I didn't even know I was frozen. Yeah, um good. here I am just talking. Um <laughs> but uh but uh, it'll be interesting to see what the Leafs do this year because, you know, they're playing the Lightning again in the first round. You already know that's going to happen. I don't, I don't think that's going to change. And uh, we'll see if this is finally the year that they can,
0: they can get through that first round. Get over the hump. Get over that hump. Well, we'll get into our questions here if you guys uh, haven't dropped any and you are in the twitch chat feel free to do so and we can get to them uh but our first one uh we were tagged in this uh this was more so a general question for their fans but the uh new york pangers pod put out um if fruity pebbles didn't get soggy (laughs) so quick they'd be the best cereal out there what's the best cereal and then we got tagged because they said we're the food we're the food take guys i still
2: think fruity pebbles is probably the best soggy or not cinnamon toast oh god felix
0: is cinnamon in here toast i think
1: 100 percent, far and away C- no cinnamon contest. toast crunch
0: is pretty great yeah Cinnamon toast crunch. pretty pebbles are in the same boat as me as frosted flakes i feel like if you don't eat frosted flakes super fast it's just kind of grody and i gotcha but frosted flakes are my favorite cereal
2: frosted flakes okay i kind of like honey bunches of oats haven't had those in a while there's like these oat the Cheerios with the oats in it. I forgot what those they're are called. pretty good. Those are good. Yeah, there's like a cinnamon oat one that I like. Um, and depending on how I'm feeling, you know, if I want to feel like an old man, I like um, Raisin Bran <laughs> Crunch every once in a while. I'd say Raisin Bran Crunch is not too old manny because it's not Raisin Bran. You know, you put that crunch in there, and you, you know, you, the the crunch equals like what millennial? I'll say. I'll make that up on the spot. You you add the crunch and it makes you feel younger. So
0: How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> I'm going to say something that I think is controversial, but I'm not the biggest fan of Lucky Charms. I've never been a big fan of Lucky Charms either. I just feel like it's a texture thing with the... Uh, i love lucky charms with the marshmallows and some mm-hmm. the marshmallows are bad but i don't know i just i, love, love, I feel love like eating the marshmallows just makes my teeth hurt yeah i never i
2: always would eat the cereal like you know or, and leave the marshmallows i've never been like a marshmallow guy so there was like no point in me eating that cereal at all
0: Yeah, I un, marshmallows. an underrated cereal was corn pops i loved corn pops but I also feel like they're in the same boat too. Where if you let it sit in the milk too long, like they're, they're like little <laughs> pasta noodles, and it's, it's just nasty. Uh, yeah, I like how.
1: What about um? What about just good old kicks with a little bit kicks. of sugar sprinkled on top?
0: There you go. I was, was never.
2: Amazing. I was never a kicks. I
1: always liked those. Eater. I always
2: ate it when I was really young. I haven't had it since I was probably like seven. Um, Louis, <laughs> Louis going off in the chat about cereal. Not uh, cereal not being are... good, and there's no point in cereal. And uh, he but... said
0: corn pops smell like frog farts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's our Lou. Such a way with uh... words.
2: Sometimes, you know, I've noticed that um, Felix has been um, agreeing with me, or I've been agreeing with Felix a lot lately, and I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> um, it could be good or bad, I guess, depending on the situation, but he likes honey bunches of oats. So that's really cool. But he was also in my corner money with is- the whole Rocky money statue. Money so <laughs> <Money> <laughs> I was surprised.
0: Um, Good cereal. Yeah. I My big thing with like the healthy cereals is not that they're not good, but I feel like cereal is just meant to be like unhealthy. Maybe it's just because I was a kid in the 2000s and <laughs> everything was just sugary messes. Yeah. But- um, I don't know. I feel like if you're going to have cereal, just just go for it and have the one that's bad for you.
2: There's a lot of crazy cereals out there now. Like
0: if you, if you don't have
2: cereal for a while and then you go down the cereal aisle and it's been a couple months, you're kind of blown away by what there is out there nowadays. My oh, favorite.
1: Another, another honorable mention, Apple Jacks. Oh, God, I forgot Apple about Jacks Apple Jacks.
3: Fire.
0: I was always more a Fruit Loop guy, not an Apple Jacks guy, but Apple Jacks when they started doing the little like bites or like the little like sugar inside the the cereal. mm -hmm. When they started doing the commercials with the little cinnamon stick running around, (laughs) that was the best Apple Jacks.
1: I was not not super into like the fruity, fruity cereal, but I did like Apple Jacks.
2: I loved Apple Jacks. Felix does not like Apple Jacks. Throw them in the bin. No.
1: All right. I feel, um, like, we, I feel like we've talked about cereal. For a I think time. we have. Yeah. One, one, um, more,
0: one more honorable mention, I will say, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch with the actual little toast squares. Those yeah. are fucking fire.
2: Do you guys ever like Cookie Crisp? Nah. Overrated. Yeah, I'm, yeah I was never into Cookie overrated. Crisp. God, Apple Jacks. Yeah. Damn. They have like help the healthier cereal. I forgot what it's called. Um. Uh, magic spoon magic spoon uh I heard those ha- those don't taste very good they're okay i i I did try a box, but the, they're like ten bucks for a little box. It's ridiculous, but um, they are good. they're like I don't know they're okay they're they're like they're like a normal I, I was kind of surprised at how how much it tasted like uh fruit loops without it
0: being like too
2: healthy-ish tasting. <laughs>
0: Lou, Lou is going through it in the in the chat. He said, puzzling takes all of you, perplexing. Yeah. He'll get through it. It's fine. Yeah,
1: he'll be fine.
0: <laughs> Let him cycle
2: <laughs> through the emotions. so he'll be fine.
0: Well, again, if you guys do have questions, feel free to send them in the chat. Uh, we shall get to our squeak of the week because I know we were a little short on questions this week. But Ryan, as always, sets us up with a great little paragraph. He says the cheese talk caused the mouse trademark to contemplate the intricacies of being a queso connoisseur. Why are cheeses yellow, white, blue, flowered? In all caps, it's all so confusing. Queso, queso. Okay, so what is the greatest live event you all have ever been to? Hashtag SOTW. Hashtag slap. Um, it's week of the week.
1: I have three. You I, top when, three when i was a wee lad i was at game six of the 2002 world series that Ooh. was a, that was a very it's a very early core memory
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, i was at the comeback on catella that and i'll say this past september i mean how often do you get to see your favorite band three times in a single week so when i got to see three weeks of or th- three weeks would be cool but three days of Iron Maiden in one week in Southern California back in September. That was a, that was a very happy time for me in a,
2: yeah, that's pretty
0: cool.
1: In a time where my mental health wasn't so great. That was that was much needed. Yeah. So
0: go ahead, Chris. Uh, You can do top three, you can do top one. You can list 10. I don't know. it, It
2: sucks because I, I have never lived where my hockey team has lived like where my hockey team is. So I I can't really like go to a lot of games, but I would probably say like the outdoor game between the Ducks and Kings is still probably like my favorite. Um, That was a blast just because like, I, I, I didn't live anywhere near California. I wasn't in Arizona yet. I was in North Carolina. So I had to fly across the country and it was like a whole th- It was, it was cool. It was like a whole trip dedicated just to that game. Like I, we stayed in California for maybe two three days because it was like we were we pretty much had the trip revolve around that game and that was that was a lot of cool uh that was a lot of cool that was very cool um the seats i mean it, it was kind of hard to see um
0: but still but being it, there yeah, it's just just
2: being there yeah it, it, it was it was nuts to be at an outdoor game in california it, it was it was it was just cool um i'm hoping that uh I get a chance to go to another outdoor game soon, whether that's in California again, or if they end up having one here in Arizona, which is the plan, I guess, at some point. So if you've never been to an outdoor game, you might be getting sick of them, you know, maybe watching them on TV or whatever. But if you
0: have the chance to get to one, you have to. It's 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 a blast. Hey, I mean, we talked about going to the one, the winter classic next year, Golden in Knights Seattle. Seattle. Yeah.
2: I'm, I think we should just start bugging inside the rink and be like, "Hey, get us some credentials." We don't follow
0: these teams, but you know it'd be cool <laughs> so, if we can go. Yeah, <laughs>
2: it'd be sweet if we could go, and we can cover the game for you.
0: Just, please, can we go? <laughs> um, I, I'll my top three if I had to choose. Um, I'll go to a sporting event and then two concerts. Sporting event-wise, um, I was there for Troy Percival's 300th save. Ooh. Um, that was a pretty lit sure. game.
1: It's a good one. Was I was, late.
0: like, just young enough to, like, have fun banging thunder sticks the whole game. Uh, but I also <laughs> was, like, old enough to realize, like, what I was watching and kind of pay attention to the game. Mm-hmm um that edges out the like blowout i saw the angels uh as a kid like they like absolutely smacked the red Sox one time and that was a very fun game to go do because we were around a bunch of drunk kids from boston and i think the angels beat them like 15 to like six or some shit like that um i got to see a cycle live in person that game so oh nice i'd say maybe those were like one a one b Mm -hmm. as for sports memories um concert wise um i kind of have to agree with connor i mean i didn't go to three iron maiden shows but (laughs) that iron maiden concert was arguably i think the best live show i've ever seen um
1: that makes me so happy to hear
0: (laughs) and it's it's just it's just funny because like the other band that was with them was trivium and like i like trivium i know they're not everybody's favorite because everyone's Mm -hmm. like oh they just they're not everyone's cup of tea um but to see them like that night like i got off of work changed in the parking lot at work sped to honda center parked by the chilies, walked all the way to walked Honda up, Center like
1: eight miles to Honda Center Jesus.
0: and <laughs> by the time I got in the doors like Trivium was like a song in so I missed maybe
1: you know three minutes of the show uh, to start and you walk, th- you walk you walk up to us in the concourse we're all like four drinks in like yay <laughs> it's like sober well, like I was hey, on the phone on. <laughs> the entire
0: time with them walking over because Heather called me asking where I was at and i could you know connor was in the background i could hear tyler in the background hear carly in the background (laughs) it was just like they're like come on hurry up and i'm like i'm walking as fast as i can (laughs) um but like that whole show it was like it was two bands but it just was i mean iron iron Maiden's just incredible live like that whole night just was exhausting but by the end of it it was just like holy shit
1: (laughs) it's a satisfying exhausting like it's the exhausting after a concert where like you're sweaty but you sit down in your car and that first like thing of ac hits you and you're just like oh that was a great night
0: <laughs> we went and we got grilled cheeses at lazy dog afterwards it was nice. it was a grand time i mean we i feel like we drank an entire pitcher of water before like we even said anything just because i think was.
1: <laughs> she sat down my water first and by the time she got done passing out the last water i was like can i have another water please Because <laughs> <all of it. laughs>
0: um but my my second one i'd say was the uh gojira event seven-fold metallica show at the rose bowl yeah that's definitely figured, like that a top like a top three concert for me just because that show is just you know legends of the industry um I mean Gojira kind of like the I wouldn't say like the newest of the group but they were kind of an unknown quantity to me and I really liked their stuff because I was still kind of at that point where I wasn't listening to like the harder music I do now but like they were kind of that first introduction to like that kind of that kind of music and i mean they're 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 great guys like i'm excited to see them in april they were like super humble at that show and i mean you're playing up
1: yeah that's in that's in less than 30 days i'm excited yeah good show
0: (laughs) but like seeing seeing them and then event sevenfold essentially being like the the hometown boys Mm. they played a good set when you know because that was right around the time the stage was out and then metallica's metallica like they I, I got elbowed in the head a song in, but you know, by the end of the show, like you have just the stage work. It's definitely the loudest concert I've ever been to, but if you don't expect loud at a Metallica show, you know you're a little you're a little behind.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was at the San Diego show for that, for that tour, and I can, I can say the same thing. that was those that was a great show.
0: I love a good uh, lazy dog grilled cheese, too, by the way. It is funny. I have a picture that I took at that Metallica show um where I, I wound up at the end of the night. Um, I was nowhere near where I started the show, like four hours earlier. Um I was like way off to the left and I was somehow on the right of the stage at the start of things. Um, <laughs> so it just goes to show how wild everybody was on the floor. Yeah. But I mean definitely a core memory of like concerts like I, I'm not one to I mean now now that I have my own money to spend and go to shows like that like mm-hmm. definitely go to more concerts but concerts were a very unknown thing to me at that point still I'd only ever been to a, like a handful growing mm-hmm. up and I mean first experience on the floor for a band like that pretty pretty wild yeah <laughs> Well, unless we have any other questions in the chat. Oh, I was going to, I was going to ask, uh, the world baseball classic thing. thing.
2: Yeah. I told, I just remembered. Um, I kind of wanted to get your, your guys' take on it, whether it's just because you guys are a little bit more into the, the, uh, the baseball world than I am and Felix in the chat, bold baseball predictions, So we can end with that, I guess. Um, But the World Baseball Classic, there was like a weird thing that I saw a lot as being like an outsider, seeing it. There was a lot of hate for the World Baseball Classic from baseball fans, at least from what I saw. I don't know if it was a lot. Maybe it wasn't a lot. It was just maybe like a group and they were just really loud about it or something. But it just seemed like there was like a decent amount of people that made it not like a celebration of the sport, but more so like MLB versus the world baseball classic where they're trying to say oh well the world series is better than this or the mlb is better than this and i just didn't understand it because it's like wouldn't you enjoy because it made me think of like in the hockey world like we are dying for best on best um you know we we want that tournament back we want the world cup of hockey we want our players in the olympics so it was kind of weird to see from like on the baseball side of things where it almost seemed like baseball some baseball people didn't want their players in this tournament i don't know if that's what you guys got is there was is there like i just was trying to understand why there was like any sort of hate towards international play
1: you are right when you said that it was a very a very loud minority
2: okay um, okay
1: yeah very very loud minority so what happened is edwin diaz who's probably probably the best closer in the game many would say mm-hmm. um he got hurt celebrating after a win in the in the in the early rounds yeah and ended up ended up tearing his patellar tendon so he's out for the season and mm-hmm. he's a met so a met. Okay. the met's fans are a lot of Mets fans are completely up in arms about it. Okay. (laughs) And a lot of, you know, a lot of big, um, a lot of big talking heads in the baseball world are Mets fans. And so they were rightfully pissed about it. Okay. A couple of them specifically started this whole campaign about how the, Oh, the WBC doesn't mean anything. It's not more important than the regular season. Like these players don't really care about it kind of thing. Um, I mean, I think, I think just watching the games themselves showed you, showed you otherwise exactly yeah Mm -hmm. and and every quote from every player said no i wanted to be here and i'm glad that i played um there were arguments for doing it in november which i'm not a fan of because at that point everyone's played a completely full season nobody's going to want to play again yeah all the best players will have played in the playoffs and not going to be like no like they're not going to be like no like we just won the world series i don't want to go play another like yeah. Or or I just lost the World Series and I'm yeah, gonna play exactly. another tournament like, like this. Exactly, it's like the World Cup. It 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 happens every three to four years. Um, I thought it was great for the game. I mean, yeah. shit, seemed like la- it. I mean, shit, the last act out, out of the tournament. I mean, I mean, could you script it any better?
2: Yeah, that was pretty crazy.
1: Trout, like that was just incredible for the game of baseball, and mm-hmm. I think, um yeah it was it was just a really it was just a really loud minority that weren't okay talented. um the majority i can guarantee the majority of the baseball world loved that tournament um
2: that's a great lead-in to the mlb season
1: yeah 100 yeah yeah and, you know otani and shroud teammates this is otani's contract year. oh god help us but <laughs> we will uh we will see how this goes All right. Well, Felix wants to get into bold baseball predictions. Yeah. We got any bold predictions? We'll each give one, then we'll get out of here. Yeah. All
0: right. I'm going to be basic and just say the Angels actually make the playoffs.
1: I will go Angels themed Mm -hmm. as well. Reed Detmers gets Cy Young votes.
2: (laughs) I'm going to say, since I'm not really. I might not even be like saying anything crazy, but I'm going to say the Cubs make the playoffs wild card. Okay. No, you know what? I'm going to say they win their division.
1: Damn.
2: Wow. Going, Cubs going crazy Cubs, there. Cubs win the division.
1: Well, I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate on mine. Reed Detmers gets AL Cyan votes, doesn't win it. The winner is Joe Ryan of the Minnesota Twins. Minnesota.
0: Minnesota. Felix says bold.
1: It's a great way to end bold. <laughs> all right, guys. Thought this was a good, a uh, good little episode. Yeah. I know these fun get kind of. I know these can get kind of dry in terms of hockey content as the as the regular season wide winds down, and we're not mm-hmm. we're not quite into the Stanley Cup playoffs yet. But thanks hey, for, for sticking. Thanks for sticking around if you did all the way to the end.
0: Yeah, just think uh, about it. We'll get we'll get the Bedard news. We'll do some baseball check ins, maybe some hangouts at the stadium, and check oh, yeah, in on.
1: We'll get draft stuff going soon. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. That's all coming back. That's all A's are in second place. Yeah, no, they're going to Las Vegas. The A's are not. <laughs> <laughs> the only place they're going is Vegas. Yeah, the only place you're <laughs> gonna be in is Las Vegas. Just um, shooting Lou down. Jesus. I hope the A's are rot. He's to gonna honest.
2: now he's really gonna wish he already went to bed. Um that franchise can rot. Lou's a yeah. Giants
1: fan. He can't claim both. No.
2: <laughs> but yeah that'll uh, that'll do it um make sure you're following the late arrivals pod on instagram and uh twitter at late arrivals pod uh we've been posting some uh reels and stuff uh over there on instagram so hopefully you enjoy it there's some
0: shout out jenny for the jenny uh, very for the nice re- uh isabel cup reel
2: yeah it was really cool she was uh very excited with the transition that she made in that video at the end so it go enjoy that
1: <laughs> maybe that you like him? it I don't know how to make a reel, so yeah, yeah. Shout out Jenny.
2: Yeah, maybe go like it. Maybe go comment on it, even if it's just like cool <laughs> or like a just put like W's in the chat
0: or something. I don't know. A- A's, in the chat. A's to Vegas in the chat.
1: <laughs> go to the recent leaderboard post and comment hashtag A's to Vegas. <laughs>
2: uh, but yeah, make sure you're following us on. Uh, Instagram and Twitter and if you want to follow us personally um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter as well you can find our our ads in uh, the late arrivals bios in both on both Twitter and Instagram so
0: and on (laughs) the episodes too I put them in the the episode description so if uh, you want to see us tweet about nonsense because I know my shit posting days have come to a close and I'm kind of in that weird transitionary period of like meme here and there Yeah. Post about my life and then yell at a cloud because I'm an old man.
2: What can you do? (laughs) Yeah, follow us everywhere. Um, And, yeah, we'll see you uh, next week. Thanks for
0: tuning in. Ace to Vegas. Ace to Vegas.
3: Bye.
2: See ya.